From the newsroom of the Bryant College Station Eagle, this is the Brazos Sports Press Cast. And now, the Eagle High School Sports Team, Alex Miller and Jake Weiss. What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Brazos Sports Preps Cast. I'm Alex Miller with the Eagle, joined always by Mr. Jake Weiss, our high school sports reporter. Jake, how's it going? Doing good, Alex. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. It's a Wednesday afternoon. Jake, we're past the halfway mark of the regular season, and everybody is in district play now. How about that? I'm excited to see uh, where we go from here. Well, like we said last week, these are the games that count, right? Yeah. So later in the show, we're going to hear from Allen Academy coach Adrian Adams. He's going to be here in studio with us talking all things Ram football. But before we get to that, let's recap a little bit of action last week here locally in Bryan College Station. Let's start with A&M Consolidated. Maybe the game of the week uh, beat Cedar Park. 13 to 10. The Tigers came away with a huge win over the Timberwolves thanks to Mo Fichetti's buzzer beater field goal at the end of the game. Uh, he had a key interception in the fourth quarter, too, so big game for him. He was our player of the week. Congrats to Mo. Uh, Jake, these are the kinds of games that you have to endure in district play, and the Tigers did it in, in, on their way in to you know trying to win a district championship. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we talked about it before. This is a whole new district for them, too. So everyone's kind of trying to figure out where they stand, what teams are where. So I don't think – I think that last week was a very good reminder of, hey, console for col- console and College Station, hey, we got to figure out where everyone kind of stands because they don't really know these teams. So, I mean, this was another, you know, good win. But, you know, one of those weeks where, like, you're learning about each team as you kind of go along. So I think they kind of know a lot more about Cedar Park now. For sure, Consol, they continue district play this week against Pflugerville Hendrickson. The Hawks are 1-4, and 0-2 in district play. Uh, Consol in a three-way tie for first with College Station and I think Leander Glenn, all three yeah. at 2-0. and You know, Jake, what, what do we feel like we're looking to see from the Tigers this week? Uh, you know, I've been to a couple of the games now. I feel like they get the run game going again. Keyshawn, uh, Trey Taylor, get those guys going. Uh, passing game, Wesley, uh, Will Hargett, quarterback, kind of get the offense rolling again. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I didn't get to see the final score until I got back from uh, Georgetown, so it was like 2 a.m., and I'm just like, <laughs> 13 to 10, what happened? Like I immediately clicked on the story and had to read all about it. So I think uh, they probably want to get the offense, uh, you know, put some more points on the board this week and uh, kind of, I don't want to they won, so I don't want to say get things back on track, but, you know, kind of get back to putting up points on the board. For sure. Well, Cedar Park, they're going to be playing the other College Station team, the Cougars, this week. Uh, last week, the Cougars, they crushed Georgetown East to you, 68-10. to This is the Aiden Martinez-Brown show, it seemed like. Uh, five total touchdowns. Jake, you were over there in Georgetown. What did you see from the Cougars last week? Well, besides you know seeing Aiden Martinez-Brown <laughs> find the end zone five times, it seemed like in the first half, especially in the first quarter, he had all three, tu- he had all three of their touchdowns. So it seemed like every time I looked up, it was like, oh, hey, Ada Martinez-Brown in the end zone again. Uh, no, but, uh, yeah, I thought they looked really good, all, all three phases of the game, special teams, defense, offense, um, just really looked really, really good in just all three aspects. Um, 
want to give a shout out too to the defense and special teams especially I feel like you see 68 to 10 you really just think wow they put up a lot of points uh you know the defense and special teams both did a really good job of giving College Station short fields uh to work with there was one point they uh blocked a punt or well uh not blocked a punt Eastview muffed the uh snap mm. back of the end zone college station fell on it that was the touchdown another time same deal muff snap and then uh you know college station it was colton griswold the linebacker he made a big hit i think college station started that drive on like their own uh on like the seven yard line because of that so they immediately just punched it in i think two plays later so uh yeah defense special teams really just they looked good in every aspect well the cougars like we said they host cedar park this week uh, the Timberwolves, they, they're looking for a big win. They're sitting at 1-4, and four, uh, so the Cougars know they've got a target on their back. You know, Curious to see how this offense continues to progress with Aiden Martinez-Brown now leading the charge at running back for, for the main, meanwhile, and uh, College Station continuing to use a couple quarterbacks back there too. Yeah, I was about to say, I completely forgot to mention that last time. Yeah, they used uh, both Jackson Ingram and uh, Aaron Maiden, uh excuse me. Uh, Arrington Maiden. Aaron, there we go. I'm still <laughs> working on the names, everybody. Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, both of them, they used both of them. Uh, both took snaps throughout the whole game, all four quarters. They kind of rotated it in and out. Well, moving along. Uh, Brian beat Coppers Cove 49-20. You know, without Malcolm Gooden, they really were able to find – a groove in the run game, ran for 380 yards. Isaiah Nuttall, Tate Snarencher, Javalen Wade, they each had over 100 yards rushing. You know, this was a this was a big win for the, the Vikings on the road, and we talked about it last week, that they really needed this one after kind of their tough go against Temple the week before. Uh, Brian's off this week before they come back against Pflugerville Weiss, and, you know, you kind of look at where the Vikings' schedule is going you know, if they can get healthy again, get a guy like Gooden back, and continue what they had going in the run game, I mean, the Vikings can really make a run uh, this second half of the season in district play. Yeah, no, well, uh, that offensive line, well, and their defensive line, I think I saw a stat that said uh, they only allowed one yard of rushing, one rushing yard to Columbus right. Cove. So, I mean, defense is playing a lot better because I know uh, a couple weeks ago against Huntsville, uh, you know, Huntsville kind of ran all over Brian, uh, but you know they're they're right in the ship, like you said. They, if they can get healthy, they're they're a team to watch. I mean, they're a team to watch. I think if you, going forward. Yeah, it sets up to where you know if they can if they can get it going, they got they they'll close the season a big game against Harker Heights. But you know, a lot of football still to be played yeah. between now and then. But Brian, certainly a team we've got our eye on and have had our eye on this season. Curious to see how, if the Vikings can really make something out of the second half of the season. Uh, Rudder, they were off last week. They're gearing up for Huntsville uh, after that overtime loss to Lamar Consolidated, tough loss for the Rangers. And now they host the Hornets. This is a pivotal district matchup in, in multiple ways. It's it's kind of been an up-and-down season for the Hornets. You, I think you've seen them twice now, yeah. haven't you? So I saw them week one and week two, so yeah. actually back-to-back weeks. You know, they beat Lamar Consolidated last week 12-7. to um, you look at last year, this was this game, this win over Huntsville was the turning point for Rudder and helped propel them into the playoffs. And so the Rangers are looking to get another big win this Friday. Well, and it's at home uh, at, for Rudder. I feel like Rudder's been on the road yeah. two, three weeks now. I mean, I can't remember the last time they even had a home game. So 
I think uh, they're. Ex- I'm talking talking with Coach Ezar and uh, Kevin Holmes later. I'm kind of interested too to see you know how excited they are just to be back in front of the home crowd because. I really can't remember the last time they had a home game. Can you? I mean, just off the top yeah, of the Yeah, it was, uh, was it against Elgin when they played Elgin? That's right, it was, yeah. So that was, what, three, four weeks so ago? So they played Colleen Chaparral, and then they had the game against Lamar, Lamar Consolidated, and then they were off. Yeah. So, yeah, that's three weeks. So, well, gonna gonna see if the Rangers can get back on track. They need this one. They're going to be ready. Uh, we'll be there covering that game. All right. That's going to do it for this first segment of the podcast. Coming up next, we have Allen Academy coach Adrian Adams in studio talking all things Ram football. We'll be back. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We're joined now by Allen Academy head coach Adrian Adams. Coach, Thanks for get, coming by and giving us a few minutes of your afternoon. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you all for having me. Yeah, so, you know, this is y'all's bye week, uh, halfway through the season. You know, as you look back at the first half of action, you know, what have you really learned about this Ram team? Um, just a lot of things that we went through last year has kind of paid off so far this season. Um, offensively, we've been pretty explosive. I think we averaged like 62 and a half a game. And then on the defensive side, we've been playing pretty well also. So uh, there and then special teams has been a surprise for us. So we've really picked it up in that aspect. So things have been going well, kind of as playing uh, in the confidence department, so to speak. Yeah. I wanted to ask a little bit about, uh, you know, that week two loss to Bastrop Tribe. Uh, after that one, you know, you guys have reeled off four in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you kind of seen the team kind of grow from that loss? You know, maybe it was it confidence. Where have you kind of seen them grow from that? Um, Bastrop is a really good team, so that was a good good week two test. Typically on week two, I like like to try to schedule something pretty strong, but we kind of learned from that game what we need to do to get better, and uh, we just kind of improved week to week. You know, coming off of that week two loss to play St. Joe, that's always a good test, and I think we just kind of kind of build momentum from that game. Yeah, you know, Rusty's a guy that we continue to talk about on our show, and he keeps showing up in our honor roll. Uh, you know. We knew coming into the season that he'd be a key piece to your team, but you know where have you really seen him grow in his game and be most effective on the, on the field this year? We actually just had our uh, midseason player evaluations yesterday before practice, and uh, Rusty still hasn't reached his, his rusty potential, uh, <laughs> so to speak. He has six interceptions, and I think like seven or eight touchdowns on offense, but uh, he's just kind of scratching the surface on what he needs to do and what he can do actually on the field. So uh, we're really excited about what he's been doing. And then uh, kind of speaking of those midseason evaluations, you know, wh- where have you kind of seen the team or where would you like to see the team kind of grow and improve the second half of the season? Honestly, uh, our road play. Um, you know, we've only had two away games. Uh, we came out a little bit sluggish against Bastrop. Same thing against Faith West last week. Gave up a lot of points in the first quarter. Then once we settled down, we were good. And if we're going to be good in the playoffs, we're going to get on the bus and go play. So it's just our focus on the road. I think we feel more comfortable at home playing at Bakerfield in front of our home crowd. Um, but we got some big games coming up on the road if we're going to try to win a district championship. Yeah, you know, you look at the second half of the season, I know the game against Pasadena is big, and then, of course, closing against Conroe Covenant. You know, a lot of football still left to play, but what do you hope to maybe see from your team in in those two games in particular? Well, those two are coming up. Um, I think what we really talked about here lately is just refocusing on the game in front of us Um, because we have talked about Pasadena and Conroe because we know those are huge, but coming off a bye week, 
typically we haven't played well off, off of the bye week since I've been here. So we've just been cleaning things up this week. And then next week we have Beaumont. And we just kind of want to get on a roll and play. You know, we've won four straight, but we don't want to peak too early. And so we know we have those big games coming up later on. So we're just going to take it one week at a time, one game at a time. What's maybe been something that has surprised you about this team or something that, you know, has really caught your attention that's specific to this team in particular? That's a good question. Um, I hate to say it's kind of going as planned the way I thought it would, but we kind of are. Um, but we've had some people kind of like step up in different roles, um, not necessarily in, in, in big time plays, but for example, like Brock Field, he's a freshman. He's, he's starting both ways. Um, originally, we just wanted him to play offense, but some things happened. We lost a couple of people who ended up not playing, so he's playing more defense. Um, so he's, he's kind of filled a role that we need. We don't have, like Coach Simpson, our defensive coordinator, we don't want superstar players on our defense. We just want dogs to do their job. And that's kind of where we are now. On offense, we can spread it around. We got six weapons every single play, which is really good. So uh, what I say a surprise, not really a surprise. I think things are kind of going the way we hope they go um, coming into the season. Well, you know, if you've never seen six-man football, you got to get out and watch the Rams. They're fast, they're furious, and they, they got something pretty good going on. So, Coach, hey, before we let you go, we got to get, get your thoughts on Red River this weekend. <laughs> Where, what, what, I know you're a Horns fan. Yes. What, what, how, how are you feeling going into this game? Horns by 17. Horns by 17. Horns by 17. All right. That's, All that's, right. That's, that's, I don't think that's a, a bold prediction. <laughs> I think their offense is – I mean, I've seen them in person. That offense is really fast. And then uh, defensively, they're, they're better than they were in the past. And I think Oklahoma's a little down, so I think this is a year uh, for Shark to go in and win it. I think I think I actually saw a, a stat between Herman Strong. Um, neither one of them lost year two uh, at the hmm. Red River rivalry. So Shark has to win it. All right. Well, hey, if we, know, if we know anything about Red River, it's always an entertaining game. Yes. So yes. I would expect nothing less – this Saturday. Hey, coach, enjoy enjoy the week off and get ready for the second half of the season. I'm sure we'll be talking to you down the road about Ram football here this year. Always appreciate y'all's time. Thank you. All right. We'll be back for our closing segment here in a minute. Thanks again to Coach Adams for taking a few minutes to come in studio, talk a little Ram football. We're looking forward to seeing what the Rams can put together this second half of the season. All right, Jake, let's wrap it up. Three area games to watch. What's what's our first area game this week, Jake? Yeah, we've got uh, Bremont at uh, Chilton. Chilton, thank you. I was about to say I, <laughs> I read that and I was like, oh, no. But yeah, that's gonna be a big one. It's a top ten game in two uh, A Division two. You know, we we've talked about. I think both of these teams before. I think we've at least briefly mentioned both of them. Right. Um. You know, and we know both of these teams know each other pretty well. They're they're no strangers to each other. Uh. You know, we talked about Bremont last week. They got another big win against uh in that not in that uh Winthorst. Yeah, Winthorst in up the, in Alito. Uh, I was say it wasn't even a it was a neutral site game. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, so a win for them, but another win for them this week would be big. We know that. Uh, you know, both of these teams are five and oh, battle of two undefeated teams. So kinda whoever wins, you know, kinda takes the driver's seat in their district. Um I know it just started, but this does give you kind of a leg up, you know. Uh, so yeah, for Bremond, I think you know if they pick up this win, it'll really kind of cement them in the driver's seat in their district. But also kind of hey, put put themselves on some radars for I think state title. You know I know it's early, but kind of really go ahead and put you in the driver's seat there. 
Yeah, you know, I think we knew coming in the year that the Tigers had a chance to be a really good team, and, and they've been very impressive through the first half of the season. So a win over Chilton would really solidify kind of what we've been thinking that this Bremont team could be. Um, and they, they want to prove it to themselves, too, I'm sure. So going to probably be a really good game up there near the Waco area. All right, Jake, we got an area-on-area game this week. Snook at Somerville, the Burleson County Showdown. It's only about a 20-minute drive for these two teams. So, uh, hey, the Blue Jays, they're sitting pretty. Got a big win uh, on the road last year over Somerville. That that really was the difference in them making the playoffs or not. Um, but on the flip side, Somerville, you know, we talked about them last week getting that big win over Yorktown. They followed it up and got another big win yeah. uh, against, was it Louise? Yeah, it was. And yeah. it was on the road, too. So. Right. So, hey, two wins for the Yawas starting district play. So, you know.